<laughs> well, hello, Jen. How are you? Good. Excellent. I am so delighted to have you on the call with me today. And for the people who are listening to this uh, in whatever capacity, <clears throat> and my voice isn't the best today, so I apologize if I clear my throat a bit here and there. Um, Jennifer worked with me. How long? When were you in for sessions? I should know this. Oh, gosh. It was like <laughs> it was last. In the summer, wasn't I it? Don't, I don't even know. It was Hold just on. before August. Yeah, I, I can, I can pull this up. I've got my system in front of me here. Let's see. <laughs> Appointment history. Um, June. All right. <laughs> it was June. June yeah. was the consultation. So June and then so we were into July. And we saw, what, it was four sessions, I think. Yeah. It was four sessions. It was. And so you came to me with uh, an interesting situation that I had never heard of before. <laughs> and haven't heard of since. And it it was it was called idiopathic Idiot. hypersomnia. Correct. It rolls off the tongue. Oh yeah. Can you can you explain what that was and how that was impacting your life and how long you'd had it and kind of give us a history leading up to when we met. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not to be confused with idiopathic hyperinsomnia which um, I've had many doctors think I was telling them I had. Basically, Mm. idiopathic hypersomnia is um, I was tired all the time, and they Mm. had no idea why. Um, Right, so idiopathic means we don't know why, no no known cause, idiopathic. mm -hmm. Hypersomnia, you basically felt like you needed to sleep pretty much all the time. Yep. So I, um, I mean, I never woke up feeling refreshed. I mean, pretty much half an hour after I woke up in the morning, I was like, "Yep, I could, I could go back to sleep, or I could take a nap." Um, right, and, and you, you getting, told me you, you felt like you could go back to sleep for another three or four hours. Yep, yep, I could. I mean, pretty much any time of the day, anyone like if my husband said, "Hey, you want to take a nap?" I yes. Um, I could. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. I could sleep any time um, that you, I wanted you to. Couldn't and, go out in the evenings, enjoy yourself. Yep, anything past. Yeah, I I couldn't stay up even if I wanted to. So, um, it was affecting my life pretty heavily with my my husband and any kind of social life I wanted to have. And then it got to the point where it was affecting my work because I didn't feel like I could make it through the day without taking a nap. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you own so your own business. I do. Yep. Um, so that was good. <laughs> it was easy yeah, for me yeah, to take a nap if I wanted when you're, to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, you're not busy at all. <laughs> no, no, no responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, and so how, my, how my old business. are you, Jen? I'm 26. And have you had a birthday since we worked together? Mm, yes, I have. So I was 25 when I came to you. Okay, just so that people have that that information. And how long yep. had this been going on? <clears throat> um, it had. I mean, it had been going on since college, which would have been what when I was 19, 20, roughly. Okay, um, so five or six years. Yeah. So is I that never. Right? Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. <clears throat> 
So I never really, like, I never thought that there was an incident that I was like, man, like, this happened, and then I was tired all of the time. My husband started noticing it, who was my boyfriend at the time. Um, In college? Yep, in college. And so, and then, so he had started mentioning it, and I talked to my doctor about it in college, and she had said, well, you're in college, you don't really have a normal sleep schedule, so, like, the first thing that we're going to want is to, you want to have a normal sleep schedule, and then if you're still tired all the time, then, like, we can look into other options. Well, I was in college. There was no having a normal sleep (laughs) schedule at all. They're tired. They're tired much. I remember. Holy cow. Yeah. So um, it it wasn't until a couple of years out of college that, you know, my husband kind of pointed it out to me again that, like, really, this this isn't normal for you to be this right. Way. So you kind of figured, okay, there, there, you know, maybe there's a reason because of, of lifestyle in college and then when college ended and you could have a normal sleep schedule, that that condition remained. Mm-hmm. Didn't yep. go away. So I talked to several doctors and wound up, um, they had me do a sleep study and mm-hmm. a nap study as well. A nap um, and study. I would sign up for a nap study. <laughs> it was pretty nice, except for the fact that after sleeping for 15 minutes, they woke you up, which was not Oh, fun. no, that's no good. Sorry. No. <laughs> that's not a good nap. Yeah, take it off the list. No. Second thought. Yeah. Um, so, but they, that my sleep study and my nap study showed that I get normal amounts of sleep. I get normal REM sleep. I, I sleep fine. Um, uh-huh. but so there should be no reason that I would be tired during the day. But the nap uh-huh. study, basically what it was is I, they put me down for a nap. I mean, sound like an infant, but they had me take a nap every two hours, and they they timed how long it took me to fall asleep. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, under a certain amount of minutes is considered narcolepsy. Under like in between normal and narcolepsy is this kind of like, yep, you're tired, but we don't know why. And then there's normal. Uh-huh. And I fell uh-huh. in this. You know, you're not falling asleep. So quickly that we're going to say you're narcoleptic, but you're you're falling asleep faster than a normal person would. Mm-hmm. So, and always having said, the need for sleep. Right, mm, right. right. So, so they bring said that, you have idiopathic hypersomnia, and you're tired, and we don't know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which you already knew you were tired, and you already knew <laughs> yeah. you didn't know why. So basically, you spent a lot of time and money to get no further. Exactly. I'm sorry. It, I kind of it's, it's it's a bit humorous. Um, it's, but it's true. It's what it was, and it was but, incredibly yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Of like, yes. So yes, what I, made I you decide that. to try hypnosis? Where? Well, so the doctor, the sleep doctor's solution was stimulants to be able oh, to yeah. keep me awake during the day. And after yeah. being on them for, oh, probably four or five months, you know, I started thinking, I was like, I don't want to live my life this way. I don't want to always be on stimulants when we start talking about having a family. Like, you're oh, not yeah. supposed to be taking Ritalin and Adderall when you're pregnant. And so then, okay, so am I just supposed to be pregnant and super tired and then the tiredness of the pregnancy on top of that like 
So kind of all these other things. And then then just in the back of my mind, it didn't seem right to be like, okay, if there's something wrong going on in my brain, why do I want to speed it up with stimulants forever? Mm -hmm. Right. And there are side effects to those things. Exactly. And then the other thing was I was starting to notice at night I was crashing big time, like headaches. And like as soon as my stimulants wore off, I had to go to bed like Uh, at that moment. Um, And so it just was no good. And so mm -hmm. um, just in talking with with friends and family, I was kind of like, what what other options and kind of the brainstorms we had come up with were like, well, I could try chiropractic, we could try hypnosis, we could try massage, we could try acupuncture, and and hypnosis was the first one that my mother-in-law had said, well, I know a guy who knows a gal, and maybe she can do something for you, and that's when I called you. Excellent. And so when you came in, um, we had our consultation, which we always, I always do with people, got basically the information that you just shared here with, um, with that. And the first session, <clears throat> um, for those of you who are who are um, practitioners, uh, was was essentially direct suggestion and metaphor, and gave you some suggestions about you know pl- playing upbeat music either out loud, you know, actually actually playing it or having it in your mind. And then we had a visualization. Um, I think it was like a little squirrel on a in a in a in a hamster wheel just like going 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 faster. And and you had some results from that session. Um mm-hmm. but not fully, which mm-hmm. which definitely gave gave us the the information that this condition can be impacted through hypnosis. So um, can you fill in any of the gaps on the, on what I just said as far as the experience from your side? I mean, that was, that is, that's pretty much it. I mean, you had given me the, the CDs as well, um, mm-hmm. which really helped the listening to just the 10-minute audio one or five-minute coffee one. Right, right, yeah, I gave you some uh, brainwave entrainment um, because I produced that uh, type of tool as well, which has brainwave frequencies embedded beneath music. And so the one I gave you was Audio Caffeine or 10-Minute Recharge. I I don't know, I've I've stuck a Mm -hmm. couple of different titles on it over the years. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, it's like, what should I call this? Um, Which is basically a 10-minute recording that jazzes your brainwaves up. And so it mm-hmm. makes you feel more bright and focused and sharp and alert. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of clients have real good good results with that. So you started to use that um, and taper off of your stimulants, right? Yes. Yep. I did. Mm-hmm. And it was it was great. And then our, our first session, like you had said, we kind of did the music. And I I, mean, I won't lie, I was not convinced that hypnosis was going to work. I, you yeah, know, you I've wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> before for, just for fun. But mm-hmm. I mean, I... I was pretty skeptical going in, and I was amazed at I mean, the fact that throughout the session, and we had talked about, well, you know, is is there something playing music? And you know, in my mind, I found something that was playing music, and of course, it was something really, really slow, and it was classical music, and and so changed the changing, channel. Changing, yeah, yep. So we changed it, and that it was, I was amazed. Uh-huh. Um, just as, as you, the, I mean, even the next day, how much start, start moving to the beat of a I different felt. drummer, quite literally. There, yeah. Yep, <laughs> it was. 
And so even the next day, you say you were you were amazed at the difference that that created for you. Yes. Yep. And and then the progress sort of slowed, which is it, you know is all data points for me. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and and it it wasn't progressing as drastically as as quickly, you know, as I expect things to to do. Which, mm-hmm. um, for somebody who's not familiar with hypnosis, to say we did four sessions a week apart, and by the third session, I wasn't happy with her progress, <laughs> tells you how quickly this work usually works. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so I decided it was time to do a regression. And uh, the third session, we did a regression uh, using Affect Bridge. Um, and w- it took you back to a time in college and a decision that you had, that you felt forced into making. Mm-hmm. I and, um, had to, I had an injury and I had to make a decision to stop playing volleyball, which I had done for my entire life. And I would say to this day, it's the hardest decision that I ever had to make. Mm-hmm. And so we worked through while in hypnosis, mm-hmm. sort of did a you know a cost benefit analysis, and, and, and sort of worked through the pros and the cons, and and really the, the the direction that your life had been able to take, and all the good things that had come into your life because you made that decision, because you ended up going into a different program, and now you're in a different field, and you love it, and you're fulfilled, and you're creative, and 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 all those things. Am I summarizing that? Accurately, exactly. Combined with lots of tears. (laughs) Yeah, combined with lots of tears because it was an agonizing decision. And I have to tell you, as as I've been preparing, um, knowing that this that we were going to do this phone call today, um, I've been mulling this over a bit in my mind, and something that that hadn't occurred to me at the time, and that you may not know the answer to, and we may never know the answer to. But you know, we we um, the power of something called organ language. the the subconscious mind is very literal. And so I wonder if at any point while that decision was being made, if you said to yourself or if someone said to you, well, Jen, why don't you sleep on it? Hmm. And because you never really felt resolved with the decision, Hmm. you took the action, but you never felt resolved with the decision, your mind never stopped sleeping on it. And I, you know, like I said, I don't know, you know, it's it's just one of those things that ran through my mind. It's like, you know what? I wonder. But in any case, yeah. doing that regression and wor- working through that and and coming to a sense of, you know, resolution that yeah, I made the right decision and and I'm happy to live with it. It brought good things into my life and and I'm and I'm okay with the decision. And it has now been six months. Yeah, and I have. And you've been to Africa, to... and you've been all over the place, and <laughs> Went through you leg. haven't taken any Ritalin. It's true. It was. I mean, I I could not believe how much it was like a light switch. I mean, I was expecting this. Okay, I'm I'm going to be retraining my brain, and it's it's a process, and you'll gradually get better. But it literally was a light switch of like after that session, I mean, we had a fourth one scheduled, so we did it. But after that third session, it was, I was fine. Yeah. And for yeah, lack really, the of a better word, we, just, I mean, we did a little reinforcement I, and, and, but the fourth session was, you know, 
for the sake of doing it, really. Yeah. 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 And you sent me the nicest email. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, it's it really. I it was amazing. Is the the only word that I can use to describe it because I I was I did not I thought you know what okay I'm gonna try this we'll see if it works but I was not expecting it to work I wasn't I wasn't expecting hypnosis to be the answer. Um, well, and, and I, I love that you say that because if you, for you know, people who are listening, if you go back to the other, because I've done a number of these and I keep doing these interviews with people, um, <clears throat> and <laughs> that's a common thread, you know, with with people is that they they were you know skeptical coming into it, and it really speaks to the power of the mind, um, and and the efficacy of the tool because hypnosis is just a tool, um, that. You know, even with even with being skeptical of it, it it creates powerful change for people. It works. Mhm. Yeah. So, anything else that you want to add? I don't. Any I don't, anything I that you, that you know? And, it, and it's not like I have people pounding down my door saying I have <laughs> idiopathic hypersomnia. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I know. I mean, just in in my research, I mean, once I decided, you know what, the stimulants aren't the answer, and the doctors don't have any other answer. Like they don't have any other suggestions. Um, you know, just starting to do my own research. There, I it's not like the entire country is flooded with people, but there are plenty of blogs out there of like what can we do and no one really had any answers. Yeah. And and other situations where people, you know, might not have anything to do with sleep, but situations that you wouldn't because people commonly think of, of hypnosis when they think of weight loss, they think of smoking cessation, they think of habit change. Um but you know what's what's cool here is that you can start to think of hypnosis for things that are simply not responsive to anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know What's to lose? Mm-hmm. Because hypnosis doesn't work for everyone every time. There isn't anything that does. But I've had enough people like yourself and other people that I'm working with, and, and we'll have other other interviews out on the website as well with people with other you know challenging, interesting situations um, that, like yours, is is you know doesn't have anything to do with habit control or or you know, weight loss or smoking cessation, a little more esoteric um, and, and out of the norm than that. And, you know, when you've exhausted everything that, you know, you know the, 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 the traditional medical model has to offer and you're still tired of suffering, literally in your case, tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, try this. Mm-hmm. Find a good hypnotherapist and, and, and take an open mind and, and honestly give it a try. Yep. Awesome. I was amazed. I want to thank you for your time. Yeah. And your input here. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned I'm, I'm going to write this up into a paper for one of the journals. So um, I might have a question or two for you as sure I thanks. go through that process. But uh, I appreciate your time and thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Well, happy holidays. Thank you. You too, Cindy. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.